0: The Lord be with you and with your reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew Lord. Jacob was the father of Joseph the husband of Mary of her was born Jesus who is called the Christ now this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about when his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph but before they lived together she was found with child through the Holy Spirit Because he will save his people from their sins. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. Saint Joseph and Saint Patrick sure have it rough. And what I mean by that is they have these amazing celebrations right in the smack dab middle of Lent. And so. Year by year, the questions will come up. Oh, do we get to, like, abs- like, come back from our Lenten responsibilities? Can we go and celebrate and have this solemnity? You know, St. Patrick's was on a Friday, and so Bishop Rhodes gave this dispensation to the diocese, saying, if you, if you want to have meat, you can, but you have to do these other things. And then St. Joseph fell on a Sunday, but it's the fourth Sunday of Lent, so it wins. And he gets pushed to Monday, but he's used to being pushed around, so... It's okay. But it's it's interesting that they, they fall so closely together in the church, and and yet there's this docility that they have to kind of take on, their celebrations have to take on, which is very accurate to their dispensations towards or dispositions towards life. Patrick, humble, was a missionary, and and went and traveled to Ireland to to bring the, the the gospel to them. Joseph. He's the foster father to Jesus. I mean, this is the, the old joke, but it's it's funny. Of the three people, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, there's only one that was ever wrong. And it was always Joseph. He's what happened? Whose fault is this? Joseph's. Why, why is this happening? It's Joseph. Because Jesus is sinless, and Mary is conceived sinless, so, like, if anything's problematic, it's Joseph. But at the same time, his humanity, his, his reality, like, he doesn't say hardly anything in the Scriptures. He does a lot from what we can pick up. There's lots of choices he makes that are very important, kind of have salvific implications associated with them, but we forget about that. We say, oh, it was was Mary's yes. It was Jesus's crucifixion and resurrection. So how does Joseph fall into this? Joseph also had to make a yes. Joseph also had to be crucified in a certain way. And we don't think of it because in our modern day world, these wouldn't be seen as scandalous as they were in the Jewish culture. The fact that Joseph is betrothed to this young woman and her purity is at stake here. Her, her life is at stake. And he comes to find out she has a child. And it, it, the scripture is very adamant that Mary betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together was found with child. It's very adamant that that Matthew makes it known Joseph had nothing to do with this kid. And it was entirely the Holy Spirit. But Joseph, he's a righteous man. It says so right here in Scripture. And he's unwilling to expose Mary to shame. So he'll do what's necessary quietly because he could have had her stoned. That would have been deemed appropriate in the law. But there's a love he has for her. There's a a respect and honor he has for her. And so when when he's made this decision, the angel appears and says, don't be afraid. It's because recognize the amount of shame or embarrassment or scandal or even, yeah, crucifixion in a way that Joseph has to take on when he accepts Mary now. The rest of his life is hard. Okay, you're now... A foster father to the Son of God, yes. But guess what? People are going to want to kill him. You're going to have to protect him and his mom. You're going to have to travel miles and miles for weeks and months. And at the same time, you're going to teach him. And you're going to raise him as he is your own. And then give him away as well, just like Mary does. So, Joseph. He had to say yes. And his yes is as important as Mary's. His crucifixion happened in a similar way, and yet in a very different way than Jesus Christ. But that death to the world, that death to others, had to happen. It was necessary. Joseph is, I like to think, the New Testament OG. What I mean by that is, He's the New Testament um, figure that everyone should look to model their lives after. There's plenty of Old Testament figures that were like that. Abraham, you know, he had a pretty big deal about not having a kid for a long time and then being asked to sacrifice his kid. Joseph, kind of similar situation. But he's the one that we should look to because he faced as much if not the same ridicule, difficulties that mary and jesus did and his role is as essential as their roles were so we can ask him for aid and not only is he the foster father to jesus he's the patron saint for all fathers for all men he's the patron of the, the the holy family he actually shows us that a family is to be led by one who's not perfect that's very relieving But at the end of it, he follows the will of God because he loves the Lord. So for us, in our love for the Lord, we have to make a similar yes. We have to experience similar crucifixions. And yet Joseph does it without ever having to have a word spoken. It's all through his actions. May we through the intercession of St. Joseph, allow our actions to speak louder than our words ever could so that we can make the, the difficult and important yeses in our lives and, in, and receive the difficult and important crucifixions so that others may come to know. Because Joseph allowed us to come to know Jesus. And we are called to allow others to come and know Jesus.